0: For example, he was very much into having a government be responsive to the citizens. He was very much uh, interested in having policies that would lead to economic growth. He was very, very committed to the fiscal health of state government. Uh, When he came in, uh, in 1982, uh, government was running a deficit. His predecessor, uh, Governor Dreyfus had successfully petitioned the legislature for a fifth cent on the sales tax uh, just to cover the deficit, but it expired as Tony became the governor. And so Tony was in a position that the very first thing he did as governor was to ask to make the fifth cent on the sales tax permanent. Now, given the sort of the anti-tax attitude that <laughs> so many Wisconsinites and uh, Americans have, That became the signal accomplishment of his governorship and became the key that really opened up his political defeat. So it was that fifth cent on the sales tax that permitted government to function, that permitted it to have adequate shared revenue. But it just was sort of a badge of shame for the rest of his governorship.
1: Well, you were closer than many at the time, being in the state Senate. You had to vote on some of his ideas or work with him. What was he like to work with?
0: Tony was a very personable guy. He was always good to have meetings with. He had a great sense of humor. He was a terrific listener. He was always very well informed about policy stuff. You know, he didn't need to turn to an aide and say, "You know, what the heck are they talking about? And so it was really a pleasure doing business with him. Uh, There were times where just inevitably, as a state senator from the Milwaukee area, I disagreed with him and occasionally disagreed with him publicly uh, through newspaper coverage and radio coverage. But he never took it personally, and we really tried to work well together, notwithstanding any differences that we might have. And I think one could say that, generally speaking, about the there was a Democratic majority in the Assembly and Senate at the time, that they really tried their best to give him everything that he asked for, or as close to everything as they could do politically and get away with it.
1: He was, though, uh, the history books remind us, a one-term governor. What happened politically toward the end of his term? The Tommy Thompson phenomenon uh, emerged from the assembly and ran for governor. uh, But was there more to Earl's uh, ending as governor?
0: I think if we look back on his governorship, we would give him an A for public policy. In other words, what the substance of government did. But we'd have to give him a C or maybe a C-minus on the politics of his decisions. In other words, once he became governor, he decided he would always make decisions that he felt were in the best interests of the long-term health of the state and of the state government, and a kind of a, to heck with the politics. And that sort of became the undoing of his governorship. Sort of year after year, when you accumulate those kinds of decisions, there were more and more people who were unhappy with him for parochial, relatively parochial reasons. And then towards the end of his term, uh, the business uh, sector in Wisconsin decided that they wanted a major public opinion offensive to say that state government was hostile to business, that taxes were too high, taxes were anti-business, taxes were driving businesses out of the state. And then Tommy Thompson uh, came along uh, from the state assembly and sort of rode that and al- along the way, uh, Earl had um, alienated Mayor Meyer because Mayor Meyer wanted more dollars in shared revenue than Tony was willing to support. Uh, Tony was in favor of a prison uh, in the Menominee Valley, and he couldn't understand why Bud Selig was against it. Uh, so it was sort of one thing after another that accreted to the point that he became an unpopular governor and failed uh, running for reelection.
1: So Earl, of course, then tried to get elected U.S. Senate in 1988. Herb Cole uh, won that race, but that did not stop former Governor Earl from being engaged in public life. He really stayed in things for decades. Would you agree?
0: Yeah, Tony really loved both politics and public policy. You know, he, he just wanted this to be a good place for people to live. And I remember one of his big projects that he was involved in was that Wisconsin should have the equivalent of what C-SPAN is on cable TV. In other words, that there'd be a dedicated cable channel to cover the legislature and legislative hearings and other major events. And, And he worked so hard on raising enough money so that that would get off the ground. And he really was sort of the unsung hero of what we now benefit from, of having so much on video and so much online. I remember uh, he called me uh, uh, to chat about uh, that project. I, I wasn't in a position to make a contribution, but we reminisced a bit and he had no bitterness whatsoever. He was proud of what he did. He enjoyed still staying involved. Uh, he had a good relationship with Tommy afterwards. And so I, I think he was the kind of governor and person that we as Wisconsinites would want for those who get involved in Wisconsin politics.
1: A good model for former governors?
0: It's absolutely a good model for former governors. Um, you know, there are some governors who sort of leave in a huff or disappear or become reclusive. He was still uh, publicly active. He was still trying to do good. And I really think that that's the perfect model for all uh, former governors and for that matter, all former public officials.